0: This podcast is brought to you by Fandango. Fandango offers movie tickets and gift cards to over 45,000 different screens across the United States and reaches into nearly 80% of the nation's total theaters by partnering with virtually every leading film exhibitor like Regal, Cinemark, AMC, and more. So to pick up some movie tickets or a gift card for the movie fan in your life, head on over to cityweekly.com Fandango or click the support us link in the show notes for this episode Comes next, Cinema Geekly's NXT Companion podcast. It is Anthony and Jacqueline, and we are back to talk more NXT on the USA and WWE networks. uh Five hundred and sixty seventh episode. We are back after missing a couple of weeks. And five
1: hundred sixty seven. Yeah. Wow, we're getting close to six hundred. What the hell?
0: I know, right? More than halfway to a thousand episodes. Uh, That's gross. That is. And crazy they just. To think about.
1: And like I don't know, quality wise, are we going down here? I feel like we are. A little bit. Yeah.
0: Little bit. Uh, yeah. Little bit. Uh, so this is the second night. We missed a couple of weeks, and this is the second mm-hmm. night of NXT's Great American Bash. Which, Jacqueline, you said you're kind of happy not knowing why these and, two weeks were called what they are. Yep. Uh, um. I mean, I bet you could maybe figure out why. Other than the fact that it was, of course, near the 4th of July weekend, which matches a theme. But it will come as no surprise to you that... uh, They were going
1: up against AEW for something, right?
0: And AEW did... uh, AEW was going to do a uh, a big show that they did last year called fighter fest. And they were going to do it this year as well in the United kingdom. This was going to be their first show in the UK, but because of oh. the pandemic, they didn't do it and they turned it into a two week, big TV special. Mm-hmm. And NXT saw that and said, we're going to do the same thing. So that's what
1: betting. They did. It didn't help them in the ratings. Oh,
0: uh, actually <laughs> uh, if, if by ratings, you don't mean the actual television ratings and you mean the total viewer count, then actually NXT won uh, two weeks ago, last week. And this week, they've been AEW in total viewers three weeks in a row, but AEW with
1: downloads though, right? Uh, and um, streaming
0: services. No, no, no. That's just television. Uh, the television oh, okay. rating. So, uh NXT has defeated AEW in total viewership numbers for three straight weeks although in those but three straight weeks
1: demographic.
0: right AEW has actually beating them in the ratings all three weeks so that makes
1: sense
0: uh and the and the overall viewer totals are close you know they're within 10 20,000 30,000 whatever it is they're they're Close to each other oh. for the most part.
1: Well, I will say when AEW beats uh, NXT, it's like they usually blow them out of the water. So when mm-hmm. NXT beats AEW, it's usually very close. Yeah, which probably means something else was happening that night. Usually, than, like, <laughs> usually
0: it is. Usually, it's some sort of news thing. Apparently, yeah. apparently AEW fans are more prone to go watch breaking news about stuff than hmm. uh, they are to than NXT fans, I guess. So they're
1: informed, I guess. Informed viewers. I mean,
0: the average age, according to the demographic breakdown, the average age of the NXT viewer is 58, mm. which doesn't God. seem right, considering the content of NXT is full of youthful athletes. But, you know, whatever. There's not a lot of nostalgia there, but apparently it's big with the 60 year olds. So interesting. Uh, all right. So this episode begins with a recap of the first night of the Great American Bash. Which I I did not watch all of. I caught bits and pieces. I think I caught the four way at the beginning, and I think I also watched the Io Shirai Sasha Banks match.
1: Oh wait, yeah, the women's match.
0: Hmm.
1: Oh man, I was super disappointed in that outcome. Yeah. That's oh. Neither here nor there. <laughs> Jacqueline,
0: not a big Tegan Knox fan.
1: I was like, what the? I like, would say
0: hmm. I would say not a hater, but you were not impressed.
1: She's not like, of those four women, mm. she's the blandest.
0: Yeah. The least fascinating to you.
1: Yeah. So which just makes me think EO retains that next week, but that's
0: yeah. fine. Um, we go straight into our opener, which is Candace LeRae and Mia Yim in a street fight. And they're in street clothes. And Mia attacks Candace while she's trying to make her entrance. Uh, and <laughs> it is basically all Mia Yim like forever. She just beats on Candace like Candace will try to like do one thing and then Mia will immediately stop her momentum and keep beating on her, which is weird because Mia Yim is the good guy in this battle.
1: No, but Candace has been like a real jerk to her. So that's true. Passion's there.
0: Yeah, she's got a lot to take out on Candace. Um, mm-hmm. Candace eventually uses a fire extinguisher to gain the advantage. It's the weird things that you say when talking about wrestling. Uh, mm-hmm. But then Mia Yim just drop kicks her off a platform through a table. So, so much for that. Uh, and then through a break, they continue to fight. And right after the break uh, ends, Candace finally gains control, uh, puts a table on top of the top rope uh, yeah. to create some sort of a platform. Mia then makes a comeback. Pulls out some brass knuckles, which... Yeah, where the hell did those come from? Those were ridiculously comically large brass knuckles as well. Um,
1: She held (laughs) them like a champ.
0: Yes, she did. Uh, But she was cut off from using them by Candace. And then she climbs atop of this table bridge platform thing. And then Mia meets her up there. And terrifying. Yes. And then they balance for a while. And then Candace finally grabs her, gives her Miss Laray's wild ride. Off of the top of this table platform thingy onto a bunch of chairs, which looked horrendously uncomfortable. And Candace pinned me a yim to get the victory in the opener. What did you think?
1: First of all, that ending was holy crap! Mm-hmm. So great. Good. Um, I thought these ladies gave so, so much. Um, I thought they did really well. But I do want to point out two things mm. from the announcers that I thought were somewhat comical. The first is, that like, Morrow was, like, starting off to announce, and he was like, let's go to Todd for the rules. Like, Todd would be the one yes. who has to explain rules. And like, the, funny he's the, thing rule is,
0: guy. the funny thing is, he's basically saying, hey, what are the rules for this no-rules match? Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, well, yeah. the rules are simple. There are no rules. No okay, rules. well, thank you very much.
1: But I like that, that it's like, let's go to Todd for that. Like, that's the only <laughs> time Morrow ever throws it to Todd. <laughs>
0: Hey, give it's us well, some useless. Give us some useless information. All right, now pretty back- much. <laughs> back to the moral <laughs> yeah, goodness.
1: Yeah, the other thing, and um, so I know that there's not really much of a restriction, but these ladies also stayed very close to the ring. Mm-hmm. There was not. It's a street fight, but there was not much like in. There's not much out of the ring work. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm wondering if it's because of like the COVID stuff, and like you know they're like perhaps.
0: There have been a lot of people in WWE who came out with positive results.
1: Yeah. So I think, I'm sure that they're trying to keep them um, closer rather Mm. than um, putting them um, into the crowd of the other wrestlers. Yeah. But then they do go in the crowd and they destroy the snack table.
0: I know. What the
1: heck, ladies? (laughs) Although I will say, I was rather disappointed that they no one used a banana peel for comical reasons. Uh, because I feel like that is a missed opportunity.
0: Always got to use the banana peel.
1: Got to use the banana peel. Um, the last thing that um, the announcer said that I want to just make sure we're, we're, we're uh, referencing and pointing out is Morrow made a Spinal Tap reference.
0: Did he? Was it like yes. it turned up to 11 thing? Or Exactly.
1: He, he yes. said something like, these ladies are up to 11 or something like that. And I was yeah. like, of course. It's like the... Uh, The gift that keeps on giving with Morrow's endless knowledge. Um,
0: Yes, it
1: is. And I'm out of that. But, yeah. No, Candace, I thought, just was, like, on fire here. Mm -hmm. Mia, I thought, looked like she was out for just, like, she was just tough here. Yep. Um, In her combat Tims. Yeah, I thought they did really, really well against each other. Yeah, I'm glad Candice won. I'm hoping, though, while this was a great match and I really enjoyed it, I'm hoping this means their feud's over. Yeah, it should um, be. just because I'm ready for the two of them to move on to to better things. Mm-hmm. I think they allude
0: um, to as much later. I think.
1: Yeah, I don't know who
0: me or is, Yeah,
1: but yeah, that's my that's what I got.
0: Uh, Where'd you give it? Three and a quarter. Oh, okay, we're close on this one. I gave it three. All right. Yeah, I really liked it. Uh, I thought at times uh, it may have just been because of the crowd or lack lack of crowd. Sometimes the crowd is really into it, and sometimes they are not into it. And they were kind of roller coastery during this match. Uh, they were. I need more crowd. I mean, in general, no. but for safety reasons, I know why we are where we are. But I need yeah. more. I need more yeah. audio, not less audio. So I need the people who are there to make more noise, please. Um,
1: I don't know. I say it later on. I thought they got too loud at some points. I didn't like it was just. Oh, because the banging
0: loud. on the plexiglass. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway. Up next, Tony Nese and Bronson Reed. And
1: why this match
0: was approved, <laughs>
1: God only knows.
0: Who knows? Uh, well, it's all Reed at first, looking like it's going to be a squash, but Tony Nese cuts him off and starts chopping him down. Bronson tries this comeback, but it is thwarted. Tony Nese hits this really nice outside in springboard moonsault onto Mm -hmm. bronson gets a two count uh but then bronson reed gets up hits him with his arm aka a clothesline or lariat and realizes that tony niece is now dead and decides to dead him further by hitting a big splash off of the top rope and uh gets the win Mm -hmm. not too much to this one
1: yeah the one thing i will say um this just wasn't exciting. This wasn't super exciting to me. Mm-hmm. I like Reed. I don't think this was his best showing. Yep, um, I agree. And I think that's Tony Nese.
0: <laughs> Again,
1: yeah. very bland. Yeah. Um,
0: He's the perfect athlete.
1: But I just, fine, whatever. Look at him count but his
0: abs. <laughs> He's got several.
1: But I don't know. I don't think they've figured out how to, what to do with Bronson Reed yet, which is kind of upsetting.
0: Yeah, he seems like.
1: Because I think he'll 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 do anything mm-hmm. right yeah I really think he will. And I just think that like he doesn't have a good um he just hasn't found like a good person yet like a good partner. yeah he just needs a good partner and I don't think we found that yet mm-hmm. So that's my thing.
0: Uh, where did you land uh, where did you land uh, at with this one score one two and a quarter. Oh wow. so I liked it barely more than you at two and a half. Uh, and I think that's just because I like Bronson Reed. Uh, I'm giving them a little credit. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I don't think we mentioned what Grapple scored the first match, so... Oh,
1: yeah, we did it.
0: Uh, you gave it three and a quarter, I gave it three, and Grapple gave it 3.3. 3.
1: Oh, wow! Okay, Grapple!
0: Mm-hmm. And, uh, for this one, Grapple gave Nice and Reed 2.21. All right,
1: yeah. I um, respect that.
0: Yep, we're on board. So, after that, oh, this... This could be my favorite thing on the show, actually. Absolutely. Uh, Backstage, uh, we've got Aaliyah and Robert Stone trying to, it's really just Robert Stone trying to somehow, I guess, recruit Shotzi Blackheart into the Robert Stone brand. And uh, Shotzi doesn't really fit with the image of the Robert Stone brand anyway, so I'm not sure why he's trying to recruit her, but perhaps he sees that she is a winner. Uh, and he Uh. really needs winners. So he's trying really hard to, uh, to recruit her, but she turns him down. And then perhaps this is in relation to something that happened last week and I missed it. But for me, uh, Killian Dane just shows up and kills Robert Stone for no reason. Uh, no,
1: it was not related to anything that happened. Okay. So
0: he just showed up and was like, uh.
1: Yeah, because last week, uh, Rhea Ripley dominated uh, Robert Stone and Aaliyah. It was yeah. amazing. Yeah. Um, but no, th- and that's what made it even better. killing. And There was no storyline. He's just like, get out of my way. And <laughs> then
0: for fun, Shotzi Blackheart runs over the leg of Robert Stone and her Tonka tank. And his reaction to this was hilarious. Oh, because. he's this I thing does that's... not. This thing does not look like it is nearly as as devastating to feel as he was implying by his reaction. He oh, was actually. acting as if he was run over by a real tank.
1: And he, my God, he deserves acting credits like <laughs> this was so, man.
0: He was he was making me laugh at his goofiness. So,
1: but the one thing I will say though, like, because we haven't seen her in a while, where's Chelsea Green? What happened to her?
0: I don't know. Uh, that's like, weird. She fired Robert Stone after she won a match.
1: And we and haven't seen has us
0: disappeared. Since. What a bad business move on her part,
1: right? Did she? I don't know.
0: Yeah, in storyline, she's not coming off very smart uh, for this. Yeah, she fires her manager after getting a win and has not been on television since.
1: Well, that's I was wondering. Maybe did she? Is she one of the ones who tested positive? <sighs> is she hurt? Ooh, like maybe. maybe she had to take a step back, so they kind of had to write that in somehow.
0: Perhaps. Mm. Um, next contest is Isaiah Swerve Scott and Johnny Gargano. Uh, mm-hmm. and Gargano is out wrestling Swerve early on, but Swerve eventually finds his way out. Uh, and basically after that, these guys just show us how good they are at evading each other. There's a lot of e- uh, a lot of evasive maneuvers and then this ends in, in a standoff, which uh, then prompts Swerve to uh, to perform a dive, which takes us into a break. Uh, Gargano in control after the break somehow. I don't think they showed it. So. No. Uh, who knows? Uh, oh gosh, I lost my spot. Uh, oh, there, there we go. Uh, a solid comeback from Swerve. Then there's some more evasion. There's a lot of evasion. These guys are really good at evading each other's moves. Gargano hits a slingshot spear. Uh, Swerve comes back with more fancy transitions. He'd, I thought he was looking really good in this match.
1: I agree. I thought he did great here.
0: Yeah. uh, He was doing just all sorts of cool stuff. He would find, like, ways in and out of moves, like, cool ways out of moves and cool ways into other moves. Yeah. Uh, Some strike exchanges, which resulted in both men falling down. Uh, Then, once they get back up, Gargano takes him down, puts him in a Gargano escape with his leg trapped. And Swerve somehow manages to escape from this. Hits the JML driver, which I do not know what that stands for, but that's what Morrowind wrote. I was going to ask. Yeah. Because
1: I didn't know either, but it is pretty dang cool.
0: Yeah. Maybe JML is just my luck. Mm, Maybe. Maybe. Um, Swerve gets crazy, tries to do a stomp onto Gargano, who is on the floor on the outside. He misses this. Gargano hits him with a poison Rana on the floor, tosses him back into the ring, hits him with the slingshot DDT. Moro says that it's called the one final beat and uh, Gargano gets the victory. What did you think of uh Johnny wrestling and Swerve?
1: Yeah that poison Rana thing there was absolutely crazy bananas yep. um I thought I agree with you I thought Swerve had the better match here for sure mm-hmm. I thought um I thought he showed how he's so much better than what he's been used for and I can't wait for him to like fully push um. Into the the limelight because I think he can do so much, so much good work. Yeah. Um, I will say there's one thing that really bugged me about the crowd in this match, and it wasn't um the the volume. Um, instead of so you know how the crowd would always go, "Who's house? Swerve's house?" Yes. They were they were chanting, "Who sucks? Johnny sucks." So it's yes. like you're not even you're still chanting for Johnny Rico. <laughs> like yes. I don't know, it just it really just bugged me, like. Why why why
0: why not cheer can't. for the good guy? Yeah, exactly. Of, why yeah. not
1: cheer for Swerve here? Like, I don't know, I just it did not sit right with me because I was like that doesn't it it almost seemed like a little bit of a slap in the face especially mm-hmm. to use his chant. Or you know maybe I mean? like,
0: or maybe if you're going to do that have like have like one group of people do the who's house Swerve's house and then another yeah. group of people can say who sucks Johnny sucks. So at least you're you incorporating think- both of them.
1: Yeah, but I mean still I think that there should have just been some solid yeah. cheering for Swerve and that just really pissed me off early on. In this it's match very with it's a v- crowd.
0: It's very reminiscent of the uh the John Cena days when John Cena would be in there with somebody and the crowd would be chanting let's go Cena Cena sucks and it's like yeah. like he's in there by himself. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's a little reminiscent of that. I'm I'm not a fan either, but I thought the match was really good.
1: Oh the, no, no, the match was great. I did not take away from what I think Swerve actually did. Um, mm-hmm. I thought there was I thought there was some weirdness, a little bit of a slowdown in the middle, um, but overall I liked it. So
0: I agree. Uh, where did you land?
1: I gave it a two and a
0: half. Oh wow! So I like this way more than you. Uh, oh okay. I went with three and a quarter. Oh wow! Yeah, I really enjoyed this one, uh, and. Grapple said 3.26. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Look, I'll take it. I love a good swerve match. I think I was just yeah. really disappointed with the crowd and the ending, and yeah. it tainted my score.
0: Oh, that happens, yeah. Uh, we get a Tegan Knox Io Shirai hype video for their championship match. Uh, this stuff they're doing with EO, where she's cutting her promo in Japanese, and also underwater is uh, ridiculous, but neat it works yeah yeah oh it makes her like really weird and creepy for sure
1: but like i don't hate her weird and creepy
0: oh no 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 i i find her weird and creepy enjoyable yes yes um and and tegan tegan seemed likable enough but she does not have the uh the interest presence. she yeah oh lord no does she not have the presence of io shirai so <laughs> uh, i just
1: i just don't buy her as the number 1 contender like mm mm-hmm. I, it, I think it's honestly too soon.
0: Yeah, I'm not feeling um, it too, either. I'm not sure who you would go with exactly.
1: But, th- well, Rhea, probably. Is, well, no, I really think Candice is going to get the push here at some mm-hmm. point. I just think it's, I think EO just hit big with a lot of people. Yeah. So they can't, they're not going to push Candice yet. I will I think not. think that's who.
0: Yeah, I will not say no to more EO and Candice matches. Candice. So.
1: No, but I think that's who's going to eventually take it. hmm that's my prediction. Uh, I have, you know, I've been pretty okay with the women's roster on my prediction. So I'm just going to say
0: that. Okay. I mean, it's it's a pretty <laughs> safe bet. You called women's war games before anybody I else. Did. did, so I did. Wielded into God, existence. Are we
1: not going to have a war games this year?
0: Wait, uh, I just
1: realized this.
0: We may not.
1: <gasps> oh, William Regal.
0: It depends. Yeah. I mean, what is he going to do? Do you think he'll just sadly shout war games to himself in a mirror at home?
1: I mean, I shout. That's my battle cry
0: <laughs> for anything. Like, like
1: for any, yeah, I would have, have a tough conversation at work. I, War games. I'm I waiting.
0: I'm waiting for you, like at a race, like when yeah. they start a race. Like they're like okay right, Yes, yeah. and off you go.
1: <laughs> that's okay. I just do it on my virtual 5Ks now, running down ta- the you know running next to the
0: water. <laughs> yes. <Yeah>. Um, <laughs>
1: mask on folks mask on uh
0: yes please (laughs) um i know it's annoying especially somebody who wears glasses i can tell you firsthand how annoying it is i need to find a a good face mask that does not constantly shoot all of my exhaled like all of my exhaled breaths into my glasses so
1: i have tips we'll talk later (laughs)
0: okay um six man legato del fantasma against the team of Breezango and drake maverick um So, it's all good guys early, but are cut off uh, pretty quickly by uh, uh, Legado del Fantasma. And the story seems to be, in this match, that Wilde and Mendoza are doing the dirty work for Escobar as he avoids uh, getting in there with Drake. So, Mm -hmm. the good guys, they complete some dives onto the bad guys, but Fandango tweaks his knee and they start working over it. And they do so for a long time. And then eventually, Mm -hmm. Fandango manages to create some space, gets the tag to Drake, and lo and behold, Mr. Escobar is also in the ring at the same time. They start brawling like crazy. The match breaks down. Drake goes up to the top rope, but gets cut off. He hurts his neck, and uh, he gets hit with the Phantom Driver. Bad guys win. Legato del Fantasma get the win. Uh, what did you think of the 6 man? And what is this, uh, this tie in thing that you wanted to talk about?
1: Yeah, yeah. So from last week, um, El Legato del Fantasma was out in the ring. Uh, Escobar had this great um, promo. Mm-hmm. And I said it. And my husband, who I watched this with, I, like it took him a while, but towards the end, he looked at me and he's just like, yeah, I think you're right. Okay. El Legato del Fantasma. Their whole setup, mm-hmm. their whole backstory, their whole like storyline right now yeah. is the same as Imperium.
0: Oh, really? Yes. Okay. They're
1: they're looking at because they talk about like the Lucha style and like like ah, um, yep. uh, it is this it is a parallel storyline.
0: Yeah, it is a superior style.
1: Yes, yes, and I think it's kind of cool that mm-hmm. they're doing it in such a different way. And I yep. cannot wait for the day when um imperium and um mendoza and wild as the tag team go up against each other because we're yeah. building to that i think
0: mm-hmm. and then you get so to that's... see which which style is truly superior and you can you know yeah. they're gonna they're gonna build the the promos and the hype around uh the which style is the superior style so yeah that, exactly that's a really good idea uh thank you okay so the six man what did you think
1: Oh, sorry. So yeah. So um, I have to say. So I'm going to start at the very beginning here. I mm-hmm. love Legato del Fantasma's look, like yes. physical, like the way they are presenting themselves with like their gear. I think how it's they great. They had the suits on the week before. I think they're doing a great job. Mm-hmm. I love it. I think it's. Perfect. I like the
0: music. Yeah, everything works.
1: Everything. For that. It's it ties so well. I will say, Brizango's entrance here. I felt it was a little insensitive. Yeah, just going to throw it out there.
0: And and not very funny, or and also kind of no. weak. No not one of their best sentences. Yeah.
1: No, like and they do um they they have been comical. I just didn't love this. Um, yeah. as far as the match goes, I thought it was good. Um, I Fandango as like the biggest guy in the ring, kind of yeah. weird but also like, weird. <laughs> it is what it is. Yes. Um I I really don't think they let Mendoza and Wild really showcase who they are here cuz I've seen these guys live in house shows and oh my god. Yeah. This the shit that these guys can pull off is just mm-hmm. like mind blowingly amazing. And like, yeah. I just, the, it, it was very different here. Um, mm-hmm. and I get, they have to build up to it. But, um, so for me, it was a little, a little bit of a letdown just because I, I, I know what, I know the capability. Um, and, and I want to see that, especially for Mendoza. I love him. Yes, <laughs> I really do. Um, that's really all I have to say, though, because I didn't, I didn't have much. I didn't think, um, I thought, I don't know, Breezango was like fine, Drake even. I don't know, it just kind of felt a little flat for me. But um, I knew Legato had to win, um, and I'm, I'm glad they did.
0: Uh, what did you give it? Two and a half. Okay. Uh, I liked this match, too. I thought it was it was fine. Um, most of my enjoyment, like yours, came from Legato Del Fantasma's all of their, all of their presentation. Uh, mm-hmm. I liked the story they were doing with uh, Escobar trying to avoid Drake the whole time, mm-hmm. and then of course getting in there at the end and essentially took a beating, but then uh, essentially slipping on a banana peel uh, as a callback yeah. to earlier uh, allowed him to pin Drake once again. So that feud is going to continue. But yeah, I mean it was it was okay. I went two and a half as well. Mm-hmm. And Grapple landed on, uh, they liked it a little bit more than we did, 2.63. Okay. That's respectable. Yeah, uh, Grapple
1: feeling generous tonight. I'm I'm down with
0: this. Sure. It's rare. So we'll it take is. it. Uh, the Garganos are backstage. They essentially talk about how great they are because they both won their matches. Johnny Gargano is still mad at Finn Balor, though, because he blames Finn. If it wasn't for him, he would be the North American champion right now. And instead of winning the match that he won tonight, he would be winning the main event and walking out with two championships. So that is a loose end he needs to tie up and uh, talks about how he and Candice are going to be the greatest power couple in the world. And Candace agrees, perhaps even the universe. And yeah, they maybe have some loose ends they need to tie up. And then Johnny Gargano insinuates that they are off to have sex. So uh, at least that's what I picked up. He said something about making uh, fireworks. Uh, and I, then he,
1: hey, I, I stopped listening. I guess, after. Yeah, all. yeah.
0: He looked at the and he looked at the the interview person and was like, "Okay, we're off to go make some fireworks of our own." And then he does the thing. So. I presume that's what he was getting at, but I could be wrong. Maybe, uh, maybe he should consult Candace about that first because she was really heavily icing her shoulder. Maybe give her a break for the night, perhaps. Uh, mm. But you know, whatever. Uh, they're bad guys, Jacqueline. So we can't th- we can't expect them to behave like like normal folk.
1: No, yeah. well, <laughs> I mean, I can I can still expect my my heels to be decent humans.
0: Yes. Yeah, so think think about your significant other first would you please uh santana garrett versus mercedes martinez uh i would label this as a competitive squash santana got in a couple of good shots and a couple of times she looked good but it was basically mercedes beating her pummeling her uh cutting her off and hitting her with a fisherman suplex or the fisherman buster uh to get the win uh not a lot to write home about in here but uh what were your thoughts
1: Yeah. So did, um, Mercedes, did she turn heel? Cause like, I guess so. Food and like all this and that.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't, I don't dislike it. Um, I like her, mm-hmm. so I, I'm down for it. I loved that the, these two though had such different styles. Yes. Like Santana just being like the, um, flashy. Yeah. Like gymnasty. Yeah. Type cheery.
0: Person. Yes.
1: And Mercedes Martinez was just like, hell no. And like,
0: I will her down. And I like, will I kick I like you that. and punch you. Yes.
1: Yeah, I was fine with that.
0: hmm Yeah. Santa- <laughs> like Santa- that. Santana is like, I will do a, I will do a handspring and then punch you, and Mercedes yeah. is like, well, I'll just punch you. So and yeah.
1: To that end, too, I will say Santana's gear definitely is reminiscent of Wonder Woman. Oh so yes. It was just like even more like what is happening?
0: Yes, that is her thing. She <laughs> loves the Wonder Woman look.
1: Which is fine.
0: Sure. Uh, yeah. It was a we got a good movie out of out of Wonder Woman, so yeah. I'm okay and with maybe it. Maybe
1: we'll get a second one, and
0: someday, perhaps, if movies ever return, we will get a second. Yep. Uh, <laughs> what did you give Santana Garrett and Mercedes Martinez?
1: I gave it a two and a quarter.
0: Okay, yeah, I went with a two due to shortness. Uh, I honestly think uh, I don't think Mercedes looked all that great in here. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't think she looked bad but it didn't look like she was really crushing this girl Uh and if anything Santana Garrett looked really impressive because she was doing a lot of athletics Uh and Merce- it's not like uh, Mercedes was doing nothing in there but I think I'd want to mm-hmm. see her be a little more like Shayna Baszler esque like a yeah. little more brutal a little more I've, violent
1: I think that's where they're going with her
0: mm-hmm. Uh grapple gate what did grapple give this uh
1: 1.71 i had a feeling grapple was gonna be really low on this
0: yeah they yeah. weren't fans uh no next week we get told that we're finally gonna get this damien priest cameron grimes match uh from cameron grimes haven't
1: they fought like three times i'm sorry i'm so have they him. i don't know I'll, the
0: last i mean it's been a couple weeks for me so the last thing i remember was that cameron grimes uh maybe nicked damien Priest car or put a small dent in it and he's very mad and needs revenge um and uh, they also let us know about the Tegan Knox Io match uh for the women's championship as well
1: hmm.
0: uh, main event time Adam Cole versus Keith Lee NXT champion versus NXT North American champion title for title winner take all all that jazz uh and this match begins as I wrote Keith Lee holds Adam Cole's hand very hard for a while.
1: Yeah, I noticed that too. I was like, oh man, yeah. this should have been the strap match.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, Adam Cole could not get away. He tried. Uh, my favorite bit of this is when eventually, after several attempts at trying to break it, Cole's like, well, I'll just do the cowardly thing and step out of the ring. And the referee will force him to break the hold because now I am now out of bounds. He can no longer have a hold on me uh, while I am in the ropes or outside of the ropes and Keith Lee just pulls him back in. Uh, (laughs) uh, it was funny. Uh, so eventually Cole gets away and gets down onto the floor and sidesteps a charging Keith Lee, who goes flying through the plexiglass. This gives Adam Cole a chance to start chopping down Keith Lee. And he focuses on his neck, of course, because Adam Cole has a lot of neck based offense. Uh, Keith comes uh, comes back though, and uh, hits him with this really impressive power slam. Eventually, Adam Cole cuts him off again, but Keith Lee still has plenty of power on this kickout. Like Keith Lee will kick out, and Adam Cole like launches off of him and flies into the ropes just from Keith Lee kicking out because he is so strong. Um, and speaking of strong, Keith Lee does this very impressive superplex where he sort of dead weights Adam Cole and mm-hmm. just lifts him up with seemingly little effort. And while he does this, Mauro is talking about how Keith Lee likes to play tennis, which is now something I would love to see. Aww. Uh, I just need to... Like, it's not like, no, for fun, I want to laugh at this giant man playing tennis. I would just imagine that he can do it good, and I want to see a giant man play tennis well.
1: I'm sure he's a... Yeah, I'm sure he's very good at it. He has amazing uh cardio
0: <laughs> yeah ridiculous cardio like explosive speed he, he can mm-hmm. jump like he's ridiculous yeah. um anyway uh yeah i just said moro says he can play tennis i need to see this uh <laughs> short short burst of offense from cole but eats a spirit bomb from keith lee he goes for the cover and Adam Cole gets but one finger on the bottom rope which is of course enough to break the pin. He is That was
1: great. That's such is, like a smarmy bad guy move.
0: Yes, one finger. Keith was one finger away from winning. Um so Keith Lee's like fine. Goes back to killing him. Gets up onto the middle rope, hits a moonsault on Adam Cole for a 2. That uh, time yeah, And he's like, all right, fine, time for the Big Bang catastrophe, but Adam Cole slips out, hits him with not one, not two, not three, but four super kicks, and then mm-hmm. hits him with the last shot, but it only gets a two. So he's like, fine, I'm going to go for another one. He gets hit with a lariat, uh, and this buys Keith Lee some time, but unfortunately not enough space as by the time they get back to their feet, Adam Cole has recovered first and hits Keith Lee with the Panama sunrise. That only gets a two. So he's like, which I will say
1: upon looking at uh, the slow motion video, as they showed several angles angles and replays on that, that was much more of a Keith Lee move than a Adam Cole. move. (laughs) Yes.
0: Keith Lee in in this instance. I mean, that's always the case for that move, but Keith Lee is so big it's obvious that he just did this to himself. Uh Yeah,
1: it was like like it was worth it. like I when I saw it in slow motion I was just like that is the most impressive thing. Yes. That he just like did that.
0: He backflipped himself <laughs> with another man on his back. Yes. Yeah,
1: pretty much. I was like holy shit.
0: He's hurting- <laughs> From like a
1: standing position. Like he had no jump start or running or whatever.
0: Yeah, he's an <laughs> impressive athlete for sure. He
1: so is.
0: Uh he goes uh so Adam Cole's like, fine, that's not enough. More super kicks, only a two. He hits him with the last shot again. And then he's like, all right, no pin this time. This time I'm going to go for the Panama sunrise again. And this time Keith Lee just hoists him into the air, gives him another power bomb, screams into the into the void of Full Sail University, grabs Adam Cole, hits him with a big bang catastrophe, and pins him. Keith Lee is a, double champion. He is the North American and the NXT champion. Jacqueline, what did you think of the main event?
1: So I I liked it. Mm-hmm. Um I have some, some criticism for it, Yes, but I will say, and we didn't get to talk about it previously, but I called this, like, I really, I swear to God I did.
0: Mm-hmm. I think you <laughs> so did like, actually. Yes.
1: Yeah. And like, like to the, again, my husband and I watched this together. Like my, my husband even texted me. He read spoilers before we watched this. He's like, Dang it you were right, and now because yes. like, he was like, because he's like, no one's gonna win, it's gonna be there's gonna be like a disqualification somewhere. He's like, they never do like one person with two, and I was like, no, no, it's gonna be Keith Lee. Like, mm-hmm. that was the conversation we had, I knew it, and then I'm like, Finn Balor's going for the uh North American title, mm-hmm. which I think it's gonna be Johnny Gargano versus Finn Balor. That's gonna set up, they're gonna be the number one contender for the North American title to face Keith Lee. Yeah, that's how I'm, I'm setting that up. Mm-hmm. Now to the match, though. I liked it. What I did not like about it, though, was that I just um, I feel like it was a lot. I don't know why they did this because two very different athletes, but I feel like it was a lot of big moves and then a lot of nothing, and yeah. just over and over for that. Mm-hmm. Um, which is fine, and I get it, and it has place, nice, but I just think it just definitely. Um, it, it it was it made it much longer than I guess it needed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, though, some of the moves these guys pulled off was just bananas.
0: Yeah, very <laughs> impressive. Um,
1: and I think too, I've noticed, and throughout this whole episode, I noticed that they're doing a lot more kicks. Yes. And I don't know um, if it's because of everything going on from a health standpoint, or like I think it's just like, some
0: of it. At least in at least in this he, case is. Adam Cole cannot do a lot of his normal moves to Keith Lee, so he is rev- he's rev- he's relying more on doing like the super kick or the enziguri or yeah. something like that.
1: Well, and I agree with that, but also I think Adam Cole can do a lot of like big moves. He can do like the more flashy stuff, and I just mm-hmm. think that that he could have done that even around Keith Lee. I get like, yeah, I get why like Dominic Dijakovic is the one who does a Spanish fly with Keith Lee, like I yes. understand, but. Yes, there's there's still things you can do and be creative to get around or sure. get around the differences. But sure. but it's just something I no- noticed throughout this episode as a whole was that there's a lot more kicking happening. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, just that the Panama Sunrise thing. I just think we all need to be talking about that because, yeah, that just blew my mind when I saw that. Um, mm-hmm. And then there was something that happened. Um, bu- 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 what happened? Um, Keith Lee did something to Adam Cole and it looked like Adam Cole fell on his head. Like, I had to watch it a few times because I I was just like, this...
0: I wonder if that's the clothesline. There's like a moment where... Yes. yes.
1: That's what it was. He kills him with a
0: clothesline.
1: I was just like, holy shit. I'm like, I think he just broke his neck. Yeah, (laughs) he just... It looked so bad. He,
0: like, just (laughs) crushed him. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It just looked horrible. And then, like... Then he's just getting knocked around and thrown. It. I'm like, I'm like, Adam Cole probably lost brain cells in this match, just yeah. how much he got thrown around. Yeah. Um. But I'm so so happy for Keith Lee. I'm so happy.
0: Yeah, especially. I think,
1: he, I think it's so well deserved.
0: Yeah, especially after like his story came out during the the speaking out movement mm-hmm. and just all of that stuff. Like his personal story, even of going into wrestling, is a is a really interesting one, and seems like a really good and genuine dude as well. So. Yeah. Uh, ridiculously happy. Uh ri- ridiculously happy for that guy. And I, I really liked the match. It-, it was not uh it did not land at the the high bar I had set for it. Uh mm-hmm. in part for some of the reasons that um you mentioned. And might I add, you were developing a very keen eye. Uh <sighs> For, for this stuff now, uh, there there are times I, where we would be way off in score, and now we're like I think closer than ever in scores. So
1: probably I will say like my husband, who has been watching wrestling for probably as long as you have, mm-hmm. um, he does point out some of the things to me too because yeah. I'm like that's so cool, and then he like he's like no no, but this, and I'm like oh, <laughs> <laughs> so I steal some of his stuff.
0: <laughs> uh, so where, where did you land on this?
1: Three and a quarter.
0: Yeah, so we were really close. I went three and a half. Right. Um, I, I think this was my favorite match on the show, and I really enjoyed it. It did not reach, like, I thought this was going to be, like, a four-star match or something, but mm-hmm. um, it didn't quite make it to that level. For some of the reasons you noted, it, it definitely had its moments where it, it slowed down in between the big moments, and mm-hmm. some of it is, like, this match feels like this should be on a huge takeover, but... yeah. Um, you know, with a real audience and, you know, maybe try to save it for some day, some rainy day when, uh, we can all go back out into the world and congregate like we used to. Uh, save it for that someday. Uh, I'm trying to imagine sometimes what the crowd reactions would be like for things like this and mm-hmm. just how much, how much those reactions would feed on the performers and how that would alter their performance. Um, at times I feel like we definitely there, there are times where I'll see something and I'm blown away still, but the amount of times where I feel like performers have just adapted to working in the the COVID era um, Mm -hmm. where there are less people, if any people at all. And it's just not the same energy. It's, it's difficult. Um, But they tried to recreate it as best as they could here. And, Uh, Yeah, I'm not surprised that your husband saw spoilers because one half of Indu Share accidentally shared a video of this on their Instagram story the night it was taped, which was a whole week before it aired. And then you had people trying to, like, trying to cover for them by saying, like, oh, they probably filmed more than one ending and you don't know which ending you're going to get. Like, they didn't. There was only one ending. It was this ending. And that guy's going to get
1: in so much trouble. Yeah,
0: I believe somebody said uh, a member of Indu Share shared the story on their Instagram or whatever. And somebody's like, uh, Correction, former member of <laughs> it. <Like they're, gasps> yeah. th- he hasn't been fired, as far as I know, but people are like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. that could cost you a job. Uh, yeah, that's like, out- that's like a
1: big NDA uh, yeah. like problem.
0: <laughs> uh, but yeah. Oh, jeez. Uh, but I like the match. I went three and a half and grapple 3.58.
1: Oh, wow.
0: So even Robo a little really bit. I really liked than me. this episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, more than we did. A little I mean, but we weren't like hating we, on yeah, it. yeah. But you know.
1: But still, wow, I'm impressed.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, you know what? Not not horrible, but definitely feels like it's in a slump. All of wrestling kind of feels like it's in a slump to me though, right now. So
1: Well it is. And I thought I don't know. I think like they should take a break
0: i think so too uh i mean they pride themselves on not and i think in some cases you know they're trapped with television deals and they need to be producing content
1: no one else is (laughs) yeah yeah i think you'll be fine (laughs) uh
0: i think so too but eh, they're not doing it so
1: okay whatever
0: uh, all right, everybody, that's the podcast for this week. Head on over to com where you can check out the archives of the show. And of course, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher and Spotify. Just search for What Comes NXT. Hit subscribe and that way, presumably, fingers crossed, you can come back next time. And here's talk about more NXT on the WWE and USA Networks featuring Io Shirai defending her NXT Women's Championship against the number one contender, Tegan Knox. Although, although not in Jacqueline's heart I've been the greatest for years and you just still trying